Youth Inclusion Project was developed to encourage young people with disabilities to access mainstream clubs and groups. I think it's important they attend clubs like everybody else. They should be allowed to have that sense of belonging in these organisations without having to have their mum perhaps going along with them. Vanessa is the oldest child in her family. She's got two younger brothers um, and her younger brothers are very active. To us, to family, Vanessa's the same as her brothers in as much that you know, she's a child, she deserves the same opportunities, she deserves the same uh, opportunities in life. That's why we want her to go to guides and we want her to do sport and we want her to do activities. She might um, act in some ways younger than, uh, than her years and because she has uh, a lack of speech I think it's hard for some people to think oh crikes I don't know what she's talking about and, but if you kind of are just able to take a couple of steps back and think about a younger child or think about the behaviour that she's displaying is it so way out it's not that different from um, that that would be displayed by other children I think you can begin to just accept her as a child but this, one, this one's quite a loud one when the girls do this game with the hockey Oh. Is that a happy one? Will they get a stick? Can you play with the little ball? Yeah? Is it good or is it bad? Oh. <laughs> you show us. What do you think? Yeah. Because there's too many people running. They run really fast. Yeah? It's a bit scary, isn't it? There are groups of six girls in the guide unit called patrols and Vanessa is a member of the patrol and she's she is a member of that group. It was daunting for any 10 year old to come to a group of 36 girls who are as, as old as 15. It's been helpful to me to see how the girls have have supported Vanessa and how they've included Vanessa and I think that's that's been a surprise to me really how inclusion works in that way rather than the support purely coming from the adults. It's helped Vanessa to develop a sense of independence. Um, she is only young, but she quite, is quite an independent, strong-spirited child. Um, she, to the extent that when she arrives at guys, she won't even let mum come out the car to walk her in at the moment. She walks in herself. Badge work. And we have to sit down at the table. Yeah, we do. That's what they tell us all the time. What side do you think it goes to? <coughs> hey? <coughs> what do you think? <coughs> yeah, it is a kind of sad one. <laughs> if you see her body language, when she walks in and she's walking up high and her shoulders are back and she's walking in and she, she thinks she's the bee's knees and you know, she's saying bye to her brothers and you know they're, they're quite high because they think it's great that their sister's doing the same things as any other girls and that's really important for their self-esteem too. It's, it speaks volumes. I think it's a struggle to get a child like Vanessa involved in just normal activities, um, usually because of people's attitudes. Uh, because and that attitude can be based on fear, it can be based on ignorance, can be based on a whole variety of reasons. But it was a struggle. I mean, it, like most things with a child with disability, you know, to, to actually get to the point baseline almost where other parents are, you know, starting off from was a struggle. So it, it wasn't easy because not all the guide groups in Stirling wanted to take her.
When we did our promise. Was that a happy time? Or was that a sad time? What do you think? Is that what they had to say? Was it? Well. Can't remember the promise. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're right. That was a really happy time, wasn't it? Was what a nice smile. Times, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a fantastic time. We were so proud that day. And then this is when we did as a trip. Remember, we went on the big bus. We went to Alwa. And that's like where we went. Was that a good time? We didn't go on a plane. We yeah. went on a big bus. Listen, you went on the bus. Didn't go on a plane. Not going on a plane yet. Not to Alawa anyway. <laughs> what do you think? That was where we did our promise, wasn't it? I think we're on a plane now. Yeah. We're going to put it on the board. And then this could maybe be our last one, yeah. I think. Over this way. Come on, dancer. Is that what they, they do at the airport? Yeah. And tell the planes what way to go. <laughs> we can maybe do some dancing in a minute. Look, because you do dancing like that, don't you? Is that for him? There are issues, there are, there are difficulties. Um, attitudes are a big barrier to inclusion, um, where people's opinion of what inclusion actually involves can be quite different. Um, an example being a club where young people have been told, or parents have been told, that their young people are more than welcome to attend the club, but only if the parents go with them, which means it's not really very inclusive. You know, the kids might as well be at home with their family. Her opportunity at Guides and within that group is her opportunity for social interaction. She, she has that sense of belonging because she's got her uniform on, she knows the girls now, she goes up to, they know her, they've learnt a bit of Makaton, she's part of that group. You know, that's, that's really important for her. You know, she's part of a group at school, she's part of a group at Guides, and she's learning so much just from being within that group that I think it's really, really important. I think Scott sees it as a social opportunity to be at Cubs. Um, he has a younger sibling and they do access a few sports groups together. It allows him to have his time away from home. It's his own time um, to spend with friends. It's probably about a year now since, since Scott joined my Cubs. About half of my, my kids in Cubs are at the same school as him. Um, in the last year, um, he's, he has developed very well. The integration with the other kids has never been a problem. It's just got stronger though. I think his confidence in the outdoor activities um, is, is much greater. Um, I think the other children around him and myself and the other leaders who have little or no experience of autism, um, we feel more confident. Um, Scott really loves going to Cubs. There's a difference in Cubs in school. Loves Cubs, loves going. Runs up, puts his uniform on, loves. I don't know what he gets out of it, don't know, you know, because I've, I've seen him there and he doesn't like the noise and stuff, but he wants to be there. He likes being there with the other children. School, he goes to school, but he has to work at school and he's challenged, um, which kids don't like. Where's the camping one? Scott. Point to it. Show us it. Yeah, you can find it. Mm -mm. This was my one and only the Quark Bands. Oh, I don't know what those ones are for. No. Oh, that's the one you did at camp. Yes, you did that. That's a scientist one. 
scientist. Where, yeah, where's the car? That was from clock, a clock, the clock band. When I tried to write on Maxit, she said, a loud no sound. Uh-huh. That screaming boy. What was his name? It was one of the boys at Cubs was screaming a few weeks ago oh, and it really annoyed Scott. Mm. Yes. In this little lad's case in particular, he doesn't like a lot of noise and children between the ages of 8 and 12 like to scream. Um, we can't avoid that, it's a very loud building. Um, if I can get some more money, I want to put some sound panelling on one wall to try and bring it down. That's a physical barrier. Um, attitudes, we've had, no, we've had no problems. Something I think has been quite important when I'm working with a new organisation or just introducing a new young person to an organisation has been a sort of an About Me booklet. Throughout the booklet I make sure I mention things like what their likes are, their dislikes, how you can help support them within the organisation. Um, things to be aware of, moods, behaviours, and it's all there which kind of takes away from the diagnosis they have and makes you remember that there's a person amongst that and that's the first and foremost the priority. We want Scott to be able to walk to school with the rest of the children. We want him to be able to join in the activities with the rest of the children. We want him to go to Cubs and Scouts restaurants and do other things so he's accepted as part of our community.